Welcome to MIA 2K. Your ticket from Miami to Seoul. We're Kathy and Laura, and we're so happy you could join us today. You probably know us from, just kidding, you don't know us yet. We're just two Miami girls with obsessive fandom tendencies who fell into the inescapable void of Korean entertainment. And we're here to share our insights and spill all the tea only grown fans like us can enjoy. We've done all the research and acclimating so you don't have to. Before we begin, please make sure you're following us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. And if you love visuals like us, you can watch us on our YouTube channel. We drop episodes with our hot and sunny takes every week. Hi, guys. Welcome to Hello. today's episode slash hostage situation. Uh, <laughs> Laura is going to be doing the bulk of the talking today because the way this woman has been writing for 17 for the past few months and trying to get me on board and please carrots fret not I am on board I'm just like 25% of the way on board while Laura is like 175% uh, of the way on board so today this is her attempt to finish selling me on them and to sell you as well on them if you're not writing for 17 as hard as you should be because they're great so with that said Laura take it away Thank you, Kathy. So and and if, though... I, if I blink twice, yes, please do send help. <laughs> even though Kathy and I are 96% compatible, the 4% where we aren't is like super strong. And one of the ways that that shows is not being obsessed about the same things at the same time. So we wanted to introduce this new series where we try to convince each other and you guys to become obsessed with us because it's lonely to like something by yourself. So today we are going into Carrotland. Good thing that we don't need an airplane or tickets or the too, too, too soon. <laughs> For those okay. watching or listening, I just rolled my eyes very hard because I just traveled back from work last week and it took me 31 hours to get home after 75 cancellations. The 31 hours is not an exaggeration. The 75 is. But yeah, so Laura bringing up uh, air travel uh, jokes at this point, it is very soon, Laura. It is. You should know better. Sorry, I'm sorry. It's fine. So with, with that, um, I bring you my 13 reasons to love 17 aka Kathy get in it it's ready get in loser we're going shopping I'm in I'm in <laughs> I'm in okay so uh before we start with a presentation that I made I just kind of wanted to give a brief overview of who 17 is 17 is a boy group they debuted in 2015 there's 13 members and don't say that it's too many because it's not. It's the perfect number. 13 and 7, beautiful. Also 9, pretty much odd numbers. They uh, were signed to a company called Pletus, which got bought or joined, which is, I guess, a nicer way of saying that, Hybe. So they're now Hybe artists. And their music is basically really bright, really refreshing, and Sometimes it can get a little dark and sometimes it can get a little ratchet, but it's not very rap heavy. So 
with that, I hope that my presentation can convince you and Kathy to join me in Carrotland because I'm lonely and I don't want to be lonely anymore. I worked really hard on this presentation. I don't know why, but you I know did. why. Come on. Come yes, on. Yes, because I love 17. <laughs> Not just that, but this is your way of like, uh, that's true. bringing people on board or like you enjoyed doing this like uh in early 2021 late 2020 when she was starting to get me into k-pop and k-hip-hop beyond bts she did a few canva presentations for me back then too to kind of help me because i was struggling uh because laura goes 10,000 miles an hour and i go like maybe half a mile every three days so I don't I I wasn't coping well with all the groups and people she was throwing at me I'm like wait who sang what and who said what and who's in what agency so she did a few Canva presentations for me back then which were really effective and I really enjoyed and I still have them saved to this day so anyway she really finds joy I think in these things and I I'm a visual learner so it actually does help me a lot I really do find joy and it's a good way to <laughs> help me express what's in my head because I really do go a thousand miles an hour. Okay, so with that, let's start. Oh, it's so pretty. You're gonna love it. I'm so scared. I am sharing the screen. Can you see it? Can you see I, it? I can. Yeah, I can. After oh, this is the first slide. After the struggle, I'm here. We're here. 13 reasons to love 17 presented by me. Also, please note, if you're watching on YouTube, if not, I'm going to describe it. I am wearing two pins of two 17 members that I will talk about later. Okay, so let's start. Key moments in 17 history that I think are important. Basically, their debut, obviously, without them debuting, they wouldn't be here. The second one would be when carrots became a thing which is february 14th of 2016 it was almost a year after they debut one of their biggest songs and i think the one that most people know them from or know them for is very nice you nice which came out in 2016 2016 was a pretty big year for them which makes sense because it's a year after their debut and then the next day that i think is important is the birth of their light stick, the carrot bong. Um, the first version was cute, but the second version, whew, delicious. <laughs> at, first, at first, I thought that the second version had happened after they joined Hype, but it actually happened before, which is really impressive because after the BTS light stick, I think and, and it's only because the BTS light stick is black and I just really like black. I think the, the carrot bong is like the most beautiful one. And it's so well made and designed that honestly, I was impressed. Okay. And then after that, it is May 24th, 2019 in an idol reality show where kids were trainees were fighting to debut one of the episodes they had to cover Baksu by 17 and Juhani was a coach and they weren't saying it how they should say it or the one guy wasn't saying it and Juhani taught us how to say and feel <laughs> the Baksu and finally 
I, I guess this is the most important day in my 17 history or my history with 17. <laughs> Thank you. Is January 7th, 2022 at 10.23. I watched Ruby by Woozy and that was it for me. I know the time because I went back into my YouTube history and I found it and it tells you the time. We're nothing if not exact scientists in this in this group, guys. It's like it's bad. Is it necessary? No, but it's fun. No, it's it works. It it, it definitely fits our brand. Definitely. Right. So with that, we can move on to our our next slide. Reason one why you should love 17. Because there are 13 members. I know 13 sounds like a lot and it can be a little bit overwhelming trying to remember all of their names. But if you think about it, it gives you 13 opportunities to find a bias or in some cases to <laughs> me. Or in some cases, the half of the group or something like that, which is more you really. Also, if you think about it, it was very smart of Pletus. I guess not very smart because he had, you know, Pletus had to feed them when they first debuted and when they were trainees. Mm -hmm. But they don't really need backup dancers. Yeah, no, they do fill a stage by themselves. It's true. Right. Sure. And it's also my favorite number. And this is all 13 of them in a beautifully visual way. I'll say like, although they're 13 is a lot, at least it's not 23. <laughs> that's, that's true. And that's counting. A, and counting. So I think that's where I'm at in terms of like gratefulness that there's no more than 13 already. Reason number two. There's three, not one, three leaders. So what does that mean? For us leader hoes, this is like us. <laughs> <laughs> I feel attacked. I feel so attacked. Okay, continue. For us leader hoes, this is like heaven on earth. You don't, it, there's three. And in one group, you don't even have to look anywhere else. It's, it's delicious. There's also a division of responsibility within the group. So it kind of takes a little bit of the pressure off from the one guy who has to lead 13 men. And in case of 17, each of them has a niche. And for example, Woozy, who is the vocal team leader, he's really good at songwriting, producing. Hoshi, who is the performance team leader, we'll get to why I'm saying teens, um, he is a really good performer, choreographer, and a Scoops, who is the hip hop unit and overall team leader. He is leading 13 men plus two people who are also leaders. So you know what? That's also a niche. Mad props, mad props. And in my slide, there's a Venn diagram. It's really nice. There's things that they have in common, like for example, Hoshi and Uzi have those really beautiful eyes in common. And they're also 96 liners. Hoshi and S. Coops both have black belts in ta Taekwondo, which is impressive. Very and actually, before they debuted a 17, some of the members were supposed to debut another group. And Uzi and S. Coops were meant to be part of that group called Tempest. Reason number three the subunits. There's three subunits within 17. There's the performance team, 
or performance unit, hip hop unit, and vocal unit. And this is good because it makes it easy to digest. So if you're having trouble figuring or remembering all 13 of them, if you just focus on one team or one unit, there's only like five, three, four in there. Well, none of them have three, but you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. You know, they're easily digestible. It also makes it easy because they can just divide and conquer variety shows. You know, it's great. And the 25% that you're in, Kathy, did the subunits help you at all or not even a little bit? The the 25% of my writing for Kara definitely was helped by the fact that there were subunits. Like, I mean, even with NCT, the subunits is what helps you want, like you need to divide and conquer. I think it's the same as like in law school that they do study groups and one person takes charge of like a section so that they can explain it to everyone because they don't have time otherwise to like memorize everything. It's very that, it's giving that for me. <laughs> it's a very stressful <laughs> high stakes situation for me to remember all the members at all times. And the subunits 100% definitely help. So if anyone else is struggling like me, uh, separate your index cards by, by subunits, that should help. <laughs> Though I have to say, Kathy can recognize them by eyes, and she's only 25% in. So and I and I was doing that pretty early on. I'm pretty proud of myself. Mm -hmm. It's great. Okay. Oh, reason four. So basically, they make their own choreography. A lot of it is uh, inspired or led by not inspired by, but from the inspiration of and led by Hoshi was the performance team leader which is pretty great because they've been a they've been around a lot for a while and I'm not a dancer but making choreo sounds like it's really hard yeah and making sure um, it looks creative every time right and they have really creative choreography if you look up 17 choreography you'll see all of the cute little things that they sprinkle between the songs so one of the other reasons that people are super impressed by 17 is their synchronization mm -hmm. they are really good at like being together even though they're all different shapes and sizes yeah so i find that impressive like i said their choreos are pretty inventive and they're always fun to watch like their dance videos are delicious i have a friend who i'm trying to convince to get into k-pop and i've sent her their choreographies because i think they're impressive 100 i think before i knew i didn't i didn't i don't think i even knew that the group was 17 to be honest i have seen a clip on tiktok of them doing Aju nice in a variety show because they were testing how really like how synchronized they were and uh the the graphics of the show like put them together put lines and stuff to make sure like where their feet hit where their heads are and everything and it's really 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 millimetrically synchronized so i i still have that video on my phone again i saved it before i knew who they were because that's just how impressive that clip is of just seeing how perfectly they manage to sync with each other so and in the presentation, I didn't want to include that clip because I knew Kathy already knew about it. So I actually included a clip from their most recent uh, title song, underscore world. I don't know if people say the underscore, but whatever, I'm saying it. And the very beginning of the choreography, they're also in a line. And you can also see that synchronization really well. It's delicious. Also, Woozy's wearing short, so... 
and you're welcome FYI for everyone we're gonna put aside from the podcast episode as always going on the blog we're gonna have the presentation linked out so you can see it and kind of take yourself through it individually if you're reason five production so ever since their debut days uh 17 has been known as self-producing idols <laughs> that was their shtick but basically they make their own music woozy makes like 99 if not no 99 of their songs he writes lyrics and produces the songs he is obviously the best and they've been very involved from day one it's not just boozy all the other members have had some sort of involvement with their songs over the years and it's nice because with all of the other groups that also make their own music we're hearing what they want us to hear. So we're hearing, hopefully, well, not hopefully, really, a little bit of who they are in that one particular moment when that song came out, right? Uh, Uzi has said that he doesn't like to follow trends. And based on what I've heard, all the songs that I've heard from Seventeen, I want to say that's true. So it, it really is nice to see and hear a little bit of what they're thinking in that moment with the songs that come out so in the presentation that you can see by going to the blog I really want to talk about this one slide because it it's really cute I was gonna say I love how you made it like a screen with all the icons in the bottom and the rice bowl mm -hmm. for woozy and yeah. all the little uh, like text and graphics for the video stuff so really cute thank you and also, I chose this one particular video because the slide has a video because it is Woozy directing DK in the sound booth. And it is really funny, like really funny. You need to watch it. Reason number six, I think that's where we are. It's, and I'm going to butcher this, and I am so sorry, guys. I am a new carrot. Please forgive me. Boo Suck Soon, which is the additional subunit of Sunkwan, DK, and Hoshi. And I love this subunit because it is the, the three sunshines in their own very different ways. Mm -hmm. The three standout members yeah, of the yeah. group. They, Sunkwan literally is going to dethrone what it, what's uh, an MC. Yes. He's going to be the best MC that Korea has known yeah. in his older years. Like, period. That's it. Thank you, Kathy. Yeah. EK isn't really an MC, but he is so important in everything that Seventeen does in terms of, like, variety and just being entertaining. Mm -hmm. His personality is so, it is so good. And he's always just... He's enough of a sunshine where it actually feels sunshiny and not annoying. Yeah. I, I don't like sunshines usually. <laughs> yeah. Laura, Laura and I are too jaded to believe in people who are too nice and too happy all the time. But with DK, I'm going to interject here to add just really quickly from what I've seen. I think he is often the butt of the joke. And he really knows how to laugh at himself when all the members were making fun of him. Like in 17, they really cannot have fragile egos or be too sensitive because all of them just love to roast each other 24 seven. 
and DK gets roasted a lot. I don't know if he gets roasted the most. I think it depends on the day, but I've seen him getting roasted heavily. So, and he really knows how to laugh in the moment and laugh at himself and just, you know, make it funny for everyone, including himself. So I, I appreciate that because I don't think that's easy. A lot of people get butt hurt very quickly when they're being roasted the way that they roast each other. So a hundred percent. And with Hoshi, he's also very sh- like sunshiny and bright, but in a very different way than uh, Sunquan and DK. I just, he's just himself, I, I want to say. And he has like a personality and he's also good looking and he's also a great dancer. So it's just like a mixture of, of everything. He can be playful. He can be funny. And the mixture of these three, it's literally like whoever. Deadly. <laughs> honestly. And whoever in Pleda said, okay, 13 members, and we're going to put three, this three in. So when they do variety shows, they're going to win everybody over. Like that was genius. I don't know if they could see that when they were like young. I'm sure they could, but it, it, it genius, just genius. Yeah, I think to what you're saying, the three of them bring something completely different to the table. Like you said, Sun Kwang, his MC skills are off the charts. Like he's so witty. And like, we've seen good MCs in other groups, like people that are kind of naturally good at hosting or interviewing or having banter. But really, Sun Kwang, as much as he's a great singer and as much as he's a great idol, he was born to be an MC. Like that's just, he can take anyone's job in Korean TV right now. Like- and do it better than them 100%. With yeah. DK, he is, he's just like, he can laugh at everything. And you just want to laugh with him. And it's just like, he, he invites you in and he's very like, he's charismatic, but also like approachable. So there's that disarming charm that he has. Like, he just like brings people in. And with Hoshi, like Laura was saying, he's just himself. And it's not just that, but like, he's very confident in who he is and what he brings to the table. And it could like come off as arrogant on someone else, but with him, it's like very matter of fact. It's like, no, I'm like a great dancer. And like, what are you, what are you doing here? And like, it's like, it's just a very sassy charm that he has. And again, it's just like, you're playing a game with the three of them and you ask them the same question. You're going to get completely different answers, but all three of them are going to be super entertaining. So they really are a deadly, deadly duo for sure. Trio, sorry, for sure. Also, the slide is very cute. Mm. Reason number seven, Going 17. Going 17 is their own variety show that they've been doing for a while. And I think it's a great reason to love them because it gives you a lot of content. Sorry, I'm looking at the slide. Did you notice? And your fucking woozy shelf. You noticed. (laughs) I did that just for you. woman needs to be controlled my god I cannot with you this is hilarious wow this is so funny and the carrot lamp wow thank you, Laura. Thank you. if you if only you were getting paid for this shit because you honestly, deserve it I swear honestly so going 17 like I said is their own variety show I can't I didn't think this was gonna be the slide it's a shrine she has a whole shrine <laughs> guys if you're this if this episode you have to just watch it and you have to just go to the slideshow to know what we're talking about because this is oh i can't i, mean, I can't <laughs> like la virgen de guadalupe <laughs> don't know her this is woozy time <laughs> 
I mean, <laughs> honestly, what else would you put on your wall, right? All it's missing is a candle. Like that's it. If you had, <laughs> oh, I should. If you had put a candle, I literally would be asphyxiated. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to breathe right now. Miss opportunity. No, but it's fine. It's fine. It's we need to we need to continue, and that would have really taken me out. So <laughs> this is good. So, going seventeen is their own variety show. I think it's a great reason to love them because it is content galore. Like if you get into them, you won't run out of things to watch for a little bit. It shows their personality. It shows their group dynamics. And I personally haven't watched any of the episodes. I've watched clips. <laughs> but I'm very trying brand with Laura. I'm trying not to get obsessed. I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Too late. <laughs> No, that ship has sailed, mama. <laughs> <laughs> that ship, not in this harbor. It's not here. Can't see it. No, it's because I think I won't stop until I finish. And like, I have things to do, webtoons to read. You know what I mean? Like, I just, I need to take it slow. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to love this because every single one of them I love. Like, there's not one member who I don't like. Mm-hmm. And all the clips that I've seen on TikTok and YouTube are like legit the best things ever. And I'm just afraid to take that dive. So maybe this is me telling myself, you're ready. You can do it. What, what I will say for anybody watching or listening or whatever is if you're familiar with Brun BTS, that one has over 150 something episodes. So it would take you a year to get through it if you're watching three episodes a week. And with this one, they're only in episode 55 mm-hmm. or 56 from what I saw this past week. So yeah. you can comfortably watch it in a year if you watch one a week and a couple of weeks there that you watch a couple more. Obviously, no one in K-pop behaves this way. We all binge things and you can finish <laughs> this in a week if you really want to. I believe in you. I, I know that you can do it. <laughs> but yeah, it's at least it's not that long running of a show. So you can finish it pretty quickly compared to others that have been running way longer. And it has been um, praised outside of the idol community, just like in the variety show business as one of the better variety shows in Korea right now. Yeah, they have they have a lot of custom segments that I haven't seen in other shows because most for, for the most part, variety shows within like the idol community tend to mimic what's going on outside and games and things that everyone's already familiar with, at least in Korea. So in the case of them, like they actually have running segments that are more original and that are very like them. So it's definitely brings a different angle, like to a variety show for idols. Reason number eight. And that is Woozy's six hour V life. I mean, that's so self- <laughs> it's self-explanatory, like why you should stand up because this man did not sleep. He was on V life for six hours talking about anime anime guys anime not not about songs he wasn't doing a concert like cookie does no he was talking about anime for six hours and be live and you know what that's king behavior king behavior and i love it and that's pretty much it i just i just think this is iconic <laughs> sure this happened when they were in quarantine uh for their japan concert that happened um recently and they had nothing else to do but just be in a hotel room and he was bored and the members 
obviously roasted him for this. The aide was saying that they wanted to get on V Live, but they couldn't because he was hogging it. So <laughs> it's cute. And it one time when I couldn't sleep, I put it in the background. And since I don't understand Korean and his voice is really good, I fell asleep to it. So it was nice. Now I have two people that I can watch. JK and Uzi. Reason number nine. And this is very objective. And that is <laughs> Game Boy. Game Boy might not be musically like good, but it is a cultural reset. Let me tell you. The way that these four men, the hip hop team, <laughs> perform this song and don't break character like the way that they keep a straight face and don't explode laughing like Kathy I don't know if you've heard Game Boy maybe because I've played it a million times unfortunately I have but the, the lyrics are Trash. there's one part where he says I don't need new buddies I don't need new buddies and he repeats this for a lot and he doesn't like start laughing it is heavily heavily auto-tune like heavily auto-tune and they perform it like it's a serious song and you know what if you haven't seen the choreo it is epic like actually epic and he been called and he wants his auto-tune back it's all i'm saying iconic also the slide is a little game boy it's very cute reason 10 drunk koji i don't think i need to explain this further Koshi is the cutest when he's drunk like actually the cutest I in the slide added a video or a clip of his best drunk moments from his interview with Youngji and when I say I've watched this clip a million times I don't think it's an exaggeration he goes like Hoshi is the youngest in his family and when he gets drunk, it comes out of him. Like, I feel like younger siblings have this like thing where they're like. Always the perpetual baby in the right, right? settings. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And drunk Hoshi is that. Like there's this one, one part. Let me just show you where he's hugging the ice. Oh yeah. The ice yeah, yeah, bag yeah, yeah. and yeah. that little face. Yeah. Like, yeah. are you freaking kidding me? I couldn't. No, it's adorable. He's like, the ice is here. This interview was really, 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 really good. I mean, all of Yeonji's interviews are really good. She really makes guests uh, kind of talk comfortably more than in other shows and not kind of be so repetitive. They barely promote whatever it is that they're promoting at the time, which is great. <laughs> and it, the conversation just devolves into chaos with drinking and eating like poorly prepared food because that's the point of the show the show's called no prepare so she's just like you know winging it and you know she's wild and it's this episode in particular was very heartwarming because Hoshi was her bias back in the day and like she just looked up to this man it was great to just like see them together and then him getting so drunk and breaking down and her like trying to console him and patting him down it was just really cute so this interview is absolutely 100% must watch there's also an episode of uh going 17 where Hoshi gets very drunk and it is the cutest thing because it kind of works with one of my later points he gets really drunk and he's a mess he's dancing he's screaming he's laying down he just doesn't know what to do with himself he 
is just drunk and himself. Um, and at one point he just lays down and he's done for the night. And it is so cute because all the members literally pick him up, take him to the room, tuck him in and leave him there to sleep it off. It is yeah. the cutest thing because Hoshi is like one of the older members and here he is getting tucked in. Yeah. So There's also a Yeonji interview with Sungkwang. Uh, that's oh, yeah. also really good. So if you want to watch this one, you should also watch that other one because it's completely different energies. Very, very. Sunquan and, and Youngji are more comfortable with each other. Like Youngji never dresses up, but for this particular episode, she says it was Holy. because of other reasons, but yeah, it was definitely no. because Hoshi is delicious and he was right there in front of her. Yeah, yeah. She definitely coordinated things very uh, appropriately for this one episode. Yeah. But with Sunquan, it's more of like a tuatu, like a yu-yu, like a more equal kind yeah. of thing, even though he is much older than her. Yeah. Um, but still. I think they hung out like behind the scenes on a few variety shows. So they've yeah. had the time to get comfortable with each other. And uh, she's always going to look up to Hoshi. And, and it's really going to be hard for her to not to see him as this thing that she just uh, admired and, and wanted in her life so badly. Also, he's delicious. Okay, mm. moving on. <laughs> Reason number 11, the vocals. Guys, I think and without taking away from what the hip hop team and the performance team bring to 17, the vocal team in seven. Actually, you know what? Even the hip hop team and the performance team are voc like really good vocalists. Mm -hmm. Like obviously there's some that are stronger than others, but overall they're very, very, very strong vocally. Mm -hmm. And it's just amazing to see like a lot of people say Mamamoo is one of the is the best girl group vocalist I want to say that 17 is based on just sheer numbers the best boy group vocalist because I know EXO has a lot of very good vocalists but their rapping team cannot do both while this team exactly this hip-hop team can do both exactly yeah and and it, exactly that like even Mingyu and Vernon, who aren't really, really supposed good, to good sing. voices, yeah. Right. And um, they dropped a Dingo... The Dingo, Killing Verse or Killing Voice? Dingo Killing Voice. I have watched that, like, maybe 40, 50 times. I and it is so, so good. Like, DK's voice... Transported me to outer space. It's like honey. It's like, it's comforting. It's also like, it's so, how do you say it? Like, it's so well-rounded. It can be comforting when it needs to be comforting. It can be like hard and rough when it needs to be. Honestly, DK, without being my bias, I think is one of my favorite vocalists in K-pop. Like him and Bacon and JB. And yeah. But no. D DK has one of the best voices in the world like it's not even just contained to k-pop he has such a range and he mm. goes so high looking so effortlessly yes. it's so wild like he has but also like delivers a lot of passion without looking because you know that there's like singers Beckham's one of them like and even Beckham also sometimes like doesn't really show that much but when they belt you can see their whole bodies are invested in the belting. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But with DK, he's just like barely getting out his knees and it's like the best note you ever heard. 
Yes. So there's something to his voice and to the way that he can deliver it. And then for me personally, when he smiles while singing, it completely ends me. And he does it a lot. He does it appropriately whenever it warrants it. But like, he has a beautiful smile. Like that really captured me when I saw him. So when he sings and he smiles as he's singing and like the voice just comes out and he's, oh, wow. He's just an incredible vocalist. He really is. And the rest of the vocal team are incredible too. Like they really, really got their shit together. And from what I understand, the dingo killing voice, they have to do in one take. Mm -hmm. So this was most likely, if we are to believe what they say, done in one take. And that is, it blows my mind. Like, blows my mind there's a even though I I literally just said DK is one of my favorite vocalists there's this one part of Snapshoot that is sung by Dino who is part of the performance team who's technically not supposed to be very vocally strong and it is delicious to hear like it is just so satisfying smooth if you go to our blog and watch the presentation You'll see. And, I mean. and we'll link out as well to the Dingo video so you can watch it uh, independently because you should. You watch, you should watch the whole thing. It's about 25 minutes or so. So worth it. It doesn't even feel like that, to be honest. Mm-hmm. It's over before you notice because you are so invested in just how good they are. Reason 12. We're almost there, guys. So this reason I decided to go a little bit into the thirst. And reason 12 is... Mingyu and Wono in the 24-hour music video. Yep. Just as I expected. Thirst. Just yes. thirst. <laughs> I watched this video for the first time with Ryan, and I was embarrassed. Mm, I was not embarrassed. a good idea. Not a good idea. I was embarrassed. I'd be salivating and then be like, sorry, husband. Not sorry. Especially you. when Wono came out with his crop top, I was like, I swear not all music videos are like this, just 99% of them. Depends on the group. If it's FS9, SF9, it's 100% of them. <laughs> Even their new song, Scream, which is supposed to be a refreshing summer anthem. They're they freaking find ballads, bro. They're freaking <laughs> ballads. They're like, look at my midriff. <laughs> just look at my abs because that'll come for you more than this music. I think it does. <laughs> Reason 12 is them in this music video. There's really not much to it. You just have to watch it. It's one of their Japanese songs. Actually, for their upcoming tour, they perform it in Korean, but it was like an original Japanese single. It's just really good. <laughs> and then finally, reason 13, their love for each other. There's so as adult women, we have jobs. And with our jobs, we have to deal with a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And it sucks. People are annoying. And even friendships are difficult. Like, even if you love your friend, I don't know what I would do if I had to see all of my friends every day, every day, like marriage <laughs> is marriage. It's work. It's work. Everything it's is work. work. It's work. And these are 13 men that grew up with each other that are about between four years apart from the youngest to the oldest that's a lot like 13 men in one dorm now they have they've split them up and they really only share it between two people so that's not so bad but I'm pretty sure it wasn't like that from the very beginning if BTS had to sleep 
in one room. I mean, at, at some point with like the 30 trainees that were yeah. at the time. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think their love for each other shines through everything they do. And to me, even though I know that a lot of things are fabricated and made to sell to us, to sell an image, it feels that even when they do that underneath, you can still feel that friendship, that brotherly love, at least to me, maybe I'm biased. No, I'm hundred percent biased, but I just, I can feel it. And it doesn't happen for every group. One of the things that I like when I first started watching a lot of their YouTube videos was they have compilations. People have created compilations of members making sure that other members are heard. Because as you can imagine, having a voice and being heard with 13 people, 13 people with strong personalities is hard when you might be that one member, those few members that don't have a strong of a personality. And so it's always nice to see that when one of those members tries to make a comment, if they're not immediately heard, a member will eventually come back and say, hey, he was trying to talk. What were you trying to say? So that's nice. And I think that shows the respect for each other. Yeah, I I, like Laura said, there are many groups in K-pop. There are so many groups that debut year in and year out. And I think the ones that succeed are not on every case, but in most cases, the ones who manage to really get over their own egos and appreciate each other for who they are, especially in an industry where they are so like forced to be together for so long especially when they have promo periods and stuff like that so not like Laura said we know a lot of things are manufactured and and presented and produced in a certain way for our fans to buy into it we know that they fight and fighting is healthy as part of any human relationship but in their case I think from the little that I've seen you can tell I get you can't really roast someone unless you like really like them because it's not going to uh, go along very well. And like, they're not going to bounce back and they're not going to look at you the same. If you, if you roast someone, you have to really be comfortable with them mm-hmm. to not hurt them and to know when to stop and to know exactly what to say and what's off limits. So mm-hmm. the fact that they're so comfortable roasting the living shit out of each other <laughs> tells me that there probably were some heavy fights at the beginning and they've all kind of uh, realized where their boundaries are. And with that concludes my presentation of 13 Reasons to Love 17. Thank you very much. If Thank you, you Laura, for all the effort that you put into this. I really appreciate it. And everyone else who is watching or listening, I think that they will appreciate it as well because I think 17 is about to get really, really big. Mm-hmm. And some people might be looking for this content and to try to figure out why this group is the one to hit the big time now so I think it was really helpful if I can I know Mm -hmm. the answer to this question but uh, ask you for our listeners and watchers can you explain to everyone why why 17 is called 17 and not 13 when they're 13 members so 17 is called 17 because it's the summation of who they are so 17 is 17 because it's the summation of who they are 13 members three subunits one team but wait, <laughs> he thought we were done. Not this. Hello. <laughs> Immediately Hello. not this. <laughs> like any good K-pop concert, encore. It's really just a bonus. 
Okay. Just one bonus reason. I was like, concert, please tell me not men's for three hours. <laughs> and you and Woozy together. That's it. Oh. That's the extra. Look at them. <laughs> I can't. Well, if you don't know <laughs> and you're watching and or listening or whatever, Laura has a little bit of a weak spot, I guess you can say, for the, these two. And I think, Laura, you should say why. So <laughs> this is going to sound like a roast. I love them because Mingyu is the tallest member and Woozy is the shortest member. And they are obsessed with each other. I think actually Mingyu is just obsessed with making Woozy uncomfortable. <laughs> and it is the cutest thing when they're together because they look like how I probably would look like with Mingyu. And I just, it's the cutest thing. I can't, I can't. It's the BDE, like from both of them in like different ways. It's just, it's everything. I love it. Like, it's a little bad, but I don't apologize for it. They're you so don't cute. have to pop off, Queen. They're so cute. I actually uploaded a reel today about that. Go check out our Instagram at MIA2K podcast to see yeah. all the shenanigans that we get into. Uh, into and expressing our love for our faves so yeah. Laura definitely keeps popping off with 17 content if you're into that you'll definitely enjoy our socials I kind of boasted about my favorite photo card so you know it's a photo it's card it. tour and a fun reel all in one place and it's short it's only three seconds yeah and with that I am actually done thank you thank you Laura <laughs> I love it when you say it. It's so cute. What? Oh my God, stop. Sorry. Uh, so with this presentation, I hope that not only Kathy, but also you guys join me in Kertland. Um, they're worth it. They're a great group to follow. And their music is great. There's something for everybody. They have... A very they don't have a very distinct genre or a very distinct like sound but they do have a distinct like style like what you feel when you listen to their songs and it's usually refreshing and youthful in a way even though they have grown with their music that's how it feels so their music is great they're all visuals they're all vocalists they're all performance they're just amazing so I hope I did the correct job and you're all carrots now you you did them justice rest assured hopefully thank you everyone for helping me throughout this hostage situation i hope that everyone enjoyed this and please do call for help asap i'm about to faint if i get one more picture of woozy in my face today <laughs> just I kidding i love apologize. him too it's fine Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the MIA2K podcast. We have lots of great content coming up ahead. So please don't forget to follow and subscribe to our show on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And if you enjoyed our episodes, please rate us five stars. And for the real-time tea, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Facebook by searching for at MIA2K podcast. Dale. Bye.